welcome to the Voice of the Force podcast for Temple Archives Comics. Today, we're going to be covering the High Republic Monster of Temple Peak. And my name's Dan. Welcome to the podcast. And I'm joined by my co-hosts, Noma. Hello there. How you doing today, Noma? I am alive. And ready. Well, let's not get crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and Edward. Yo, yo. How you doing, man? Ready to go. Yeah? You excited for this one? Yeah, it was a good one. I like this one. I did too. I think it's a good change of pace from what we've been working on with the higher public so far in phase, the end of phase one, all the things we're covering through. Mm. But before we do, Ed, can you let the listeners know what we kind of go about on the podcast? What do we chat about apart from just this comic? Absolutely. So on Temple Archives, we cover Star Wars canon. That can be anything to do with the TV media, with the shows that have been coming out, movies, comics, books, books and novels. Uh, but we give you the story, we summarize it for you, we have a little bit of a discussion on it, we let you know where it fits into the timeline. Obviously, with this recent events and everything we've been doing, it's all been the High Republic, but it's it's been a good run, and it's been frustrating at points, it's been the breath of fresh air at some points, and hopefully when we get into the next wave, we'll have a bit more... Stamina? A bit more fun with yeah. it. A bit more stamina. We'll be able to get through it a bit from all the news I've been hearing about it. It's going to be interesting. So we'll get all that to you on Temple Archives as well. Have no fear. And if there's anything that you want to get in contact with us about, you can definitely do that. We have multiple ways of doing so. Noma's got a bunch of ways to tell you how we can do that. That's right. And yeah, like Ed said, we'd love to hear from you guys. I mean, you know, we say that all the time, right? And there's a whole bunch of different ways to get in contact with us. One of the easiest is our website, which is voiceoftheforce.com. We've also got an email, which is voiceoftheforce at gmail.com. Social media-wise, we're on Twitter and Instagram at voiceforcepod. As always, retweeting and reposting our new episode tweets does help with growing our listener base and is very much appreciated. And you can listen, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all major podcast platforms. Reviewing us with five stars and a comment helps with visibility, and you can subscribe for free for the latest episode as soon as it releases. And as always, remember to listen to the outro to find out what we'll be covering in the next episode of Temple Archives. Thank you, Noma. And Ed, we're going to move into the cover of Star Wars The High Republic Adventures, The Monster of Temple Peak. For this volume, it has not been announced of when it's going to be released yet. So what we're doing is we're covering the issues in it because phase one has finished. We want to go through all the stories so then we're not out of the loop when we get to phase two. So what we're doing with this is we're taking the issue number one cover, which may or may not be the issue, uh, the cover for the volume. Um, but we're going to talk about this one and kind of go through the different elements of it and then get into the actual summary and discussion. So on this issue, Noma, do you want to take it away? Sure. So like we said at the top, this is High Republic Adventures, Monster of Temple Peak. For this volume, the author is Caven Scott. The cover artist is Rachel Stott. The penciler is also Rachel Stott. Inker is also Rachel Stott. And the colorists are Vita Efremova and Nikola Rigi. You it did is a always... really good job with those. Like, that is, oh. like, on point, I think. Well, like I was about to say, as always, if I mispronounce anybody's names, I apologize profusely for that. And also, I get the feeling that this is the info. Is this the info for the full volume or just this issue? Or issue That's one? the entire volume. I, I went through it each issue and double-checked okay, okay. on the inkers and stuff. Damn, Rachel Stott, good job doing an entire volume. That's nuts. She's killing it. That's a lot of work, seriously. Um, like a, a serious amount of work. That was insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one thing I would say is that this is one of the first, or maybe not, it, might, it is, it is. This is one of the first um, Star Wars comics that we've covered that's not by Marvel. This is by IDW, um, which is more mm. kind of um, usually more for kids, but this, this specific uh, series is kind of on the borderline like maybe like young yeah. <laughs> like maybe like 13 14 year olds i would say um yeah but yeah no it's pretty cool mm -hmm. and yeah so for the cover of this ironically this issue does set up pretty well what the entire volume is going to be but we've got ty york at the front with their kick-ass lightsaber 
We've got a new character right behind who is a character. And we've got the monster of Temple Peak, as it were, kind of just casting its shadow. We can see it's got multiple eyes. I believe it's got eight eyes, like a spider. And uh, yeah, it looks kind of imposing. And it might be kind of imposing when we get into it. Uh, overall, I mean, one thing I do like about this cover a lot, I mean, it's something I've kind of harped on on some of the other covers that we've been over. When everything's the same color, or you're only using two or three colors in the entire, or, you know, 80% of the of the book's cover, mm-hmm. it all blends together. It's all just kind of the same. Now, my one small critique is that the color that they're using in the cave kind of blends in with some of the other colors, but all of the characters here have their own very distinct color palettes that yeah. help it stand out, right? York's got her grays and her blues that contrast nicely with the, the brown background. We got that nice purple from our lightsaber the new character has like a teal skin that really pops really nicely and uh yeah overall it's nice yeah and bad ears um yeah overall it's pretty good like the the whole thing it basically tells everything you need right without actually really spoiling anything which i think is is always a good thing there's definitely an air (laughs) fallen stars special cover (laughs) (laughs) the thing about this cover i think is interesting is that it kind of still has that air of mystery but it mm. gives you like a hint at what you're looking for. And like you kind of see like, okay, I'm expecting to see Tyoric. I'm expecting to see this other character that we haven't met yet. And this monster has some sort of weird power to have like these glowing eyes, right? And you're like, okay, there's some mystery here. But I think the one thing that stands out to me in this is the shading, like the, the lighting in the in the drawing. Mm. You can see the lighting reflecting off of Tyoric's face off the side of the lightsaber a little bit um and like the light coming oh, in yeah, yeah. uh from all of the like the cave entrance and stuff i guess or no, is that from that or but that'd be from the lightsaber i guess yeah because all the shadows are, mm. are kind of coming towards the the viewer it looks like like the the reader yeah um but yeah i think tyoric looks badass in this and uh the lightsaber going through the you and the R of adventures over top of the star Wars, the high Republic logo. And then behind Rachel Stotts's name. It's a nice touch. It's, like, it's yeah. a nice thing to make sure that you can get a little bit of everything and understand that there's, mm. you know, you can see who is who for who's writing it and who's drawing it. And then also you can kind of make out the high Republic logo. Cause you know what it looks like already. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's absolutely a nice touch. Cause yeah, you're right. We are, we all know what we're reading, right? We all know this is the high Republic, but it's really nice that you know it's not cutting off uh the actual artist names yeah exactly giving them full credit right so yeah that's really nice that was a really good choice i think ed what do you think so funny enough i didn't notice the um the lightsaber that was going through the the rachel part of the part of the title at all mm. um because all i could think of was just like all right cool photo cool pose what you know why is he just crouched beside you you take one swing it's of that and he's done but okay like it's it's an action cover right so it's just like all right we're about to we're seeing the pose we're seeing something's happening this is gonna be cool obviously a cave so it's just like what kind of temple is this which that was the thing that was throwing me off it's just like you know are we we're mountainside we're this we're this where could this be what kind of alien is i had just more questions than anything looking at this one so I found it funny when you guys was like, oh, yeah, it's, it's like, we know what's going on. I was like, we don't know damn thing. Yeah. <laughs> we, we can see a couple of things, but like, I, I don't know anything about mm. this yet. But I was intrigued. Um, and her lightsaber design was the thing that I stuck on the most. Yeah, the, the clock. Like, mm-hmm. Everybody in the High Republic has this really interesting design going on. So I was like, I don't hate any of them. But for hers, it was just like, you have a Sithy kind of looking saber, and I yeah. want to know more. I feel like she modified why. it after leaving the Jedi. She must have. She must have, and during the issue, I can see why, mm-hmm. uh, or the volume, I should say, because it's very lightsabers are so practical in this in this era. Aside from just fighting or status or anything like that, like they have so many multiple uses, and to see how Ty uses hers is great, really. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> be cool if she had like if she could use some kind of grappling hook for it, and it's like yeah, she says. like Batman kind of That'd thing. That'd be fucking crazy. She uh, what's it called? Beats Ezra to the punch by like two hundred and fifty yeah. years. <laughs> Builds a blaster into it. That'd be great. Rather than using the force, it's like nah, forget that. Save yeah. it for the boss fights. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, exactly. Let's jump into the synopsis. 
Sounds good. So as always, right at the top, we're just going to say straight here. Straight here, right now? I don't know. English. It's a language. All of them. <laughs> yeah. Words right here, go right together now. in a uh, phrase to make a sentence. You first started the Kung Fu Rider. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> uh, but yeah, as we always say at the beginning of one of these synopses, uh, this is your spoiler warning. From here on out, we'll give you a quick synopsis, then we're going to dive straight into our talk about what we thought about this, and we are not going to hold anything back. We're going to assume you've read this. If you would like to experience Monster of Temple Peak yourself, I'd recommend pausing here, going and reading it, and then coming back. And if not, then enjoy the following. And final spoiler warning, let's go. So this issue starts with Yorick on the planet of Blarum, uh, where she's hired by generic gangster man to hunt down a Gundark, I think it was. And she's fighting it. It's kind of going weird. And then this guy just shows up, This the, the character that we see on the cover, this teal-skinned, bad-eared guy. And he's just like, he's like, hey, how's it going? And Ty goes, what are you doing here? And so it, things happen. Ty has to kill the Gundark to to save this, this kid. And uh, that wasn't the plan. She was supposed to capture it for the gangster. So she comes back. The deal kind of gets screwed up. And but as that whole thing is kind of happening, a bunch of a couple of Jedi show up to bust the gangsters. So Ty's like, cool, they're here for me. Totally. Uh, they're definitely not here for you. So I'm going to leave. And so she runs away, uh, gets the hell out of Dodge. And then as she's leaving, the uh, kid who is I think he, they call him a Segredo, Segredo. His species is able to turn invisible, which I'll talk about later because that was kind of weird. Mm -hmm. But um. Yeah, he basically follows her onto the ship and is like, like, make me your apprentice. I've always wanted to be a Jedi. And Tyrek's like, get the fuck off my ship, kid. It is, uh, it is a very, very, very hostile relationship. And uh, the kid kind of, oh, what was his name? Uh, I can't remember what, what the kid's uh, what the kid's name is. But I don't think we learned it at that point anyway. Uh, that's a fair point. Um, but basically, like, we, we get a little bit of info on him. He His brother saved him from a Nihil attack and did the whole, like, uh, Goku Superman thing where he's like, no, you live on. I'm going to go die off screen. And then, you know, fired him off in the space and then he landed are on you, Are you forgetting the last issue of The High Republic that we we read through with uh, Stella Maru doing the same thing? Come on now. Okay, that no, wasn't really off screen, though. <laughs> Who's like, the most badass Jedi in this fucking series? Yeah, yeah also Maru. that... No the, no, the reason I was confused was because I, I mean, I guess he, no, he doesn't. He, he forced, he doesn't, he doesn't really. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't really do the Goku Superman thing. He's more of like the, the Clark Kent's dad being like, no, do not save me from this tornado. Yeah. Because yeah, then yeah, these yeah. five people will know. Yeah. <laughs> but except the Stalos actually makes sense on like, that's on like that one. But anyways, um, they land on the, on the new planet where this whole thing is going to, uh, you know, this whole comic is going to take place. And the planet is called Loreth. And there she meets with a couple of the people in charge, which is a human named Leighton Wyke and his colleague, Topol. And he basically explains, like, oh, we're being attacked by a creature. Uh, please kill it for us. And then as York's like, all right, I guess I'll take the job after consulting my weird dominoes. Um, she gets knocked down by Wyke's niece, uh, Pila. And there's a whole thing where we, we see Pila also earlier in, in the book, and she's just like this normal girl who likes animals. And now she all of a sudden can't speak. And Python's like, yeah, the... Or sorry, Leighton is like, uh, yeah, the creature attacked and she inhaled Rhydonium fumes, and now she can't speak. And I was like, all right, that's new lore, I guess. I just remember Rhydonium ma making rainbow explosions when it's refined. But, you know, uh, sure, why not? So York's like, ah, they're hurting children. I'm going to go kill him now for the greater good and runs off. And so the next couple issues are just getting to the beast lair. And the main thing that she deals with is the Segreto kid shows up again. He's like, I'm still here to help. And then immediately gets them into shit again, because that's what these characters usually seem to do, where he's like, look, I'm going to or Yeah, it's not even that that he's like, he, I'm here to help. It's that like she can tell someone's following. And then she finds this spider web and it's like, why is there something that like looks like it's being wrapped up, but I can't see. Oh, God damn it. And then, then she goes to, to uh, save him and it like spits web in her face. She manages to, to take it out. 
And then there's a little scene where her droid, which I also haven't mentioned, KL-03, who she also refuses to give a nickname, which I thought was kind of funny, is like, hey, if you shoot yourself with sonic waves, it might come off. And she's like, all right, setting, and then the weapon comes off. So, yeah. Uh, from there, it kind of moves into the main story, right, where we get a little bit of, of detail with um, this Segreto kid. And uh, yeah, he, uh, and Ed was right at this point. He introduced himself as Drowen and explains that he, he's like, oh, I've always wanted to be a Jedi. And they, they wouldn't accept me. And Tyra's like, yes, because you're not a Jedi. <laughs> you're not Jedi material, kid. Sorry. And he's like, no, I don't know what that means, but I'm still going to train with you. And she's like, oh, for fuck's sake. So basically, as... Tyurk is constantly shooting him down. They they go to sleep for the night, and she starts reflecting on on her own Jedi training. So we start getting this cut in with the main story, where we kind of actually get the full story of why she left the Jedi Order, and it makes a lot of sense, which is something that we were wondering about, right? And it, I'm just going to condense it into uh, one thing instead of you know hitting every flashback we get to. But basically, she was friends with another Padawan who was the kind of, well, I, I mean, the legend stereotype, because, how, God, how many times does this happen with Luke's Jedi Enclave? Where he's just like, the Masters don't know what they're talking about. I think the more knowledge we can get, the better it'll be. And as if it's dark side knowledge, it's going to be even better. What's that, Exar Oh, God. And, yeah, so that basically happens, where they go off and they, they find this not-Sith temple that is still a dark side temple. And, um... And then the, the the kid literally just dives straight down like the stupidity hole, uh, like it, we're we're going straight Exarcoon here, where it's just like, oh look, I found the, it's I holocron. What happens if I look directly and ah? My and brother. yeah, and he gets his mind like obliterated and, and slash half possessed, and uh, <laughs> and is dying right now. <laughs> the best part. Why'd you let me do this? Why'd yeah, yeah. Me, what the it's all your fault. It's like, I've, dude, I've talked to you like seven times already, and you're just yeah. like, fuck it, we need to do it. It's got to be done. Yeah, oh, Tyor tries to stop yeah. him at every turn, and then yeah, when, once he gets possessed, he turns around and pull and pulls the fucking stick in the bike wheel. Yeah, dude, it's like, yeah, man. Or it's like, who? Yeah, or sorry, the, also the Eric Andre was right shooting Hannah, uh, Hannibal Burris, and being like, who did this? <laughs> Yeah, so they 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 fight, and Tyurk is like, "No, come back to the light." But this isn't an anime, so it doesn't work. And uh, yeah, it ends up being that she accidentally stabs him, uh, and then he's like, "Oh, Ty, of course," because that breaks it, and then dies. And clearly, she's traumatized from that, because why wouldn't you be? And so that is why she left the Jedi Temple, which you know, like I said, makes a lot of sense. It is technically well, I, you know, I'll talk about it later because it's a little bit of a cliche, but it's one that I I get honestly um so yeah they we're flashing back now to drowen and ty they kind of finish climbing the mountain they find the monster lair and uh oh i also forgot a small thing they run into uh pela or pila again and she tries to kill ty york with a blaster rifle <laughs> it's like jesus what's happening so there's a scuffle uh pila falls off a cliff and ty tries to catch her with the force but she's only got padawan force training so she can't actually maintain it and so she lets her fall and she just kind of falls off screen and she's all just ties all distraught about because she's like god damn like oh my god i just killed a kid um and it's like yes because everyone who falls off screen is is automatically dead if i've learned one thing from all the every show i've watched um but yeah anyways back to the monster cave they find it and uh there's a funny back and forth with Dr uh Drowen where he's like hey do you have an extra lightsaber and new york just passes him a glow rod and he's like, cool, I guess I'm just going to die. And she's like, kid, I would not trust you with a lightsaber, even if I had a spare one. You kidding me? You just you just run away if something comes at us. Um, so deeper inside the cave, they're attacked by the creature, which is a Gretelax. And a lot of stuff happens. Like, it, it just kind of, it, 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 tr it kind of just tosses Tyurk around a lot. And she loses her lightsaber. And she's like, wait a minute, I can bond with this creature. Uh, like I was taught. And also Mandalorian can do sometimes. So she... Uh, tries to do it and then basically learns uh, kind of like about a force, um, what would you call it, symbiosis that exists between the Gredelix and the Rock Spiders and something else, which basically we then get to as uh, the vision kind of ends and... Drowen <laughs> picks up Tyurk's lightsaber and is like, I'm going to be the hero. And Ty's like, no, I've had the revelation. Stop it, kid. And uh, he's basically like, you touch it, you fucking die. And then grabs the lightsaber from him and basically learns that it's like a, a the Gredlix also has a bond with a partner. And is like, where is the partner? So 
York returns to uh, White Town, and as Layton's like, oh, the Jedi's clearly dead, of course, because that's how it always is, and then basically confronts Layton of being like, hey, you sent me up to kill this thing. I know you've got its mate captive. You better release it or things are going to go badly. And Layton's like, ha, ah, well, I know how to take out a Jedi, and then tries and fails miserably. Yeah. <laughs> like, it works for, like, a second, and then it just doesn't. So I'm not even really going to go through that. Basically, uh, what it comes down to is um, Ty kind of luring Layton into an area where they can record him setting up his big, uh, you know, oh, reveal oh, to there's, the There's the whole tie-up thing first where, like, he uh, ties her oh, up and has yeah, her yeah, yeah. compact. Yeah, that's team. right. The, the grind. I forgot about that. The James Bond. <laughs> yeah. There's no yeah. way you'll escape from this mystery yeah, right. bomb. You would have to have some sort of mysterious telekinesis powers in order to defeat me. Yeah, basically. Oh, wait. So, Thanks, yeah, yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> so the part I was talking about what's like they actually do for a second. Yeah, they knock her out and then they James Bond her above this like big uh, rock grinder. And then, uh, yeah... They're like, haha, that no Jedi can escape from this. These space wizards don't have enough powers to oh fuck, she got out and destroyed it. Um and then yeah, then from that point, he's like, haha, well you're not supposed to kill people. And she's like, Yeah, I brought the Gredelix though, it doesn't have that rule. And that is what puts the fear of it into him. So he he accidentally screams everything like, Oh, I'm sorry, I tried to f- kill all the townspeople for money's sake. And then it turns out KLO3 was recording the whole thing, so they broadcasted the town. And uh yeah, he kind of loses his status, he's not the in charge of it anymore. And yeah, York basically gets the the two creatures to come back together, and is like, oh yeah, hip, happy ending. Everybody's happy now. And the then the spiders. Uh, it also turns out Pila has a connection with all these animals because I guess she loves animals so much they all realize she was a nice person. And then the spiders heal her with their webs, and I and that part was kind of I don't know because um, the way that worked. Um... Yeah, maybe I missed something there. She initially, when the whole thing started, because they caught the the mate of the Greta, yeah, they yeah. caught the lax, and the Greta came through. And was like, "All right, kill you all," and they were mm. trying to kill it. And she pushed the blaster out of the way, and the blast—that's right, the blaster shot the Rydonium. Rydonium. Yeah, yeah. And so That's after right. that, I guess because the the creature is so force sensitive, it sees this and it picks up. Was like, "Oh, good thing, bad mm. thing, help, good <laughs> thing." And because it has yeah. this symbiosis with the spiders, after she falls. Yeah. Uh, the spiders catch her, and they're keeping her safe in the webbing. So after the after the grud on the lax combine again, mm. the the spiders bring it to, it and they're like, "Cool, we have force healing. We're gonna heal her." So that's right. That's right. Worry, it's yeah. it's Pi that heals her, not the spiders. Yeah. Then yeah, because I, I I remember being like, "That doesn't make sense. How does the spider webs heal someone?" Yeah, yeah. that's right. It's the, force the spiders healing. don't. They're not. They were doing they're the bidding of the big monster. Way, exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah, they're not, they're worker bees at that point. They're, it's mm. just like, hey, I'm a manager in this mountain. You know you can't kill me. So, like, listen, let's live together. I'm going to ask you to do this. It's not hard. Can you do it? it that seems like the relationship that they have. Because mm. they still they still hunt and feed on shit, no problem. They don't care about anything else. And it's just like, oh, but you want? We want? Yeah, uh, okay. okay. Like, mm. it seems like that kind of thing. Yeah. At yeah. least the way they portrayed it. Yeah, exactly. It's all kind of going back to normal. And then uh, basically, uh, as Ty's about to leave, uh, Drummond's like, hey, where are we going? And she's like, well, I'm going. You're you're not. <laughs> and she gives, and, but also gives Drummond the, the uh, what were they called? The, the Ver- Verazian stones or something like that. Yeah, yeah like yeah. The, the things that she uses to decide whether or not she's going to say yes it's or like no. It's like like Chance Cube. It's kind of like Yeah, idea. yeah, yeah. And then she, so she gives him that and then leaves. And he's like, what the fuck? Why'd you abandon me? And then Peel is like, well, if you want to stay here, we can always use more people. And he's just like, yeah, okay. okay. Um, and so the ending of it is uh, Drummond gets contacted by, by KLO3 as Ty's leaving the system. And KLO3 is like, hey, do you still want to try and be like a bounty hunter slash monster hunter slash not really a Jedi? And Drone's like, yeah, of course. And he's like, cool. I'm going to set it up so you guys accidentally bump into each other, quote, 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 quote. And Drone's like, isn't Ty going to be angry if I run into her again? He's like, of course she will. That's the best part. And then it, it ends with, Cle- we can see why Cleo's being this bold is because Ty's like on the other end of the ship training. Yeah, yeah. And just being like, yeah, that's the best part that we're going to piss off Ty and it'll be funny to watch her be angry. And uh, yeah, kind of ends there. And then from there, I think they all, they kind of hint at, at the back of the book that from here, she goes on to end up at Volo. So she takes that that mission that ends up 
being Rising Storm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, and that's basically the book. This is very much uh, High Republic Adventures, right? This in itself is v- super self-contained. Like You don't really need to know even anything else about any character in High Republic to enjoy this book, I think. Yeah. It's it's definitely the most standalone comic we've had so far. I would say yeah. it's a good way to understand who Tyoric is as a person a little bit more. Oh, yeah. With the backstory and, like, things she's going through right now. Like, it's really a good idea to kind of understand this character because we don't get much in the books. Mm. But we do get was, a lot in this, which is great. I was just laughing because there were so many times I took out the word Jedi and just put Witcher in instead. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> she was just like, She's hey, essentially a Witcher. He was like, let me do Witcher stuff too. And it's just like, you can't because yeah. you don't have the thing yeah. so you're just gonna die and then we get yaskir no. this fucking like invisible yaskir over here yeah yeah oh i'll help too like, give me a weapon <laughs> yeah no here's, here's everything was just like yeah. no angry voice with you shut up go to sleep <laughs> no and, like the whole time i'm seeing i'm just like oh my god <laughs> that's great yeah it, it is it is super it, it's but it makes sense right like we we kind of but one thing I actually did like from this is I feel like this sets up, I'm going to be honest, I can't remember her name, it's been so long now, but the the kid that she's trying to help in Rising Storm, right? Um, whose mom was the person who was trying to set up the whole like uh, lightsaber blocking device. Yeah, the scientist. Um, yeah, I, I straight up can't remember her name. There's, It's been, she hasn't been in anything else as far as I remember, but what I thought was kind of cool is that you can see in this one, she is just straight up not interested in interacting with. She was a bodyguard there, right? Yeah. 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 But you can tell that she's like right now, Ty, Ty York is just straight up not interested in interacting with anybody. Yeah. Right. It's like, no, leave me alone. I'm just here to do my thing. I just want to exist. Go away. And it looks like having interacted with Drewen and Pila, we then get in Rising Storm, her actually trying to be like, okay, maybe I shouldn't be a huge asshole 24-7. Yeah, right? yeah. Maybe I should actually try and do something. Or it could be just so, like, I need to make the money no matter what I need to do. And yeah, like, she, she can really charge a premium because she has the Jedi point. skills, right? Yeah, yeah. That could be it too. But I like how she does have a bit more character development in terms of, in this, she has a trouble connecting with animals. Yeah, but and then the Rising, Rising Storm, Storm she's, she's like fine. Three, three dragons, it's like, let's go. Yeah. We got this. Which makes me think that something else must have happened in between there and here because it's maybe it's such a small moment well i mean it is an important moment right but it's just like the way she gets over it is just kind of being like i i i'm gonna try it again but harder this time yeah and then go plus a ultra. little go beyond <laughs> you need, yeah you need a like a little bit more of like you know retapping into that force connection and, yeah. and gaining that ability right yeah. or meditating it- on it or like doing something well- was it like Cal, who's like, oh, you've, you've seen this flashback now and you've touched the wall. So now <laughs> all that knowledge is coming back to yeah. you. So you've taken another step further. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If there had been like ancient like force, right? Like not even Jedi, but like force writings, maybe somewhere in the cave or something like that. Even if it was just like, if they said like the when as soon as she connected with the Gretel axe, it was just like, oh, whole power tree. Oh, yeah, now. yeah. Right. Yeah, they do like a like a Avatar Lion Turtle thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's True. like, you now have the power to do this anytime you want oh okay cool thanks <laughs> you now have the power to i was i was watching someone talk about uh avatar the last airbender and they started laughing during the ozai scene because they were like oh they're saying the beam like oh my god he's making him see jesus <laughs> so it's like that kind of like force we have converted you you are yeah, no longer a <laughs> we touched hands yeah exactly <laughs> i saw the light um but yeah it's 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 interesting seeing her develop this much i just i want more yeah. yeah, I just want to see more of her. I think if we got um, a Ty York book, even if it was like the, um, uh, not Into the Dark, but the other one, the one with Vernestra, the first one, I can't remember his name. Test of Courage. If it was like a Test yeah. of Courage book with Ty York, I'd be great. If it was like an Into the Dark mm. kind of book with Ty York, I'd be, I'd be on Cloud 649, man. Like that even would be if awesome. they just gave us like four or five more chapters of this series. If they continued it on to like volume two. issues, I should say. If yeah, like if they gave us a few more, just to be like, okay, you know, here's the in between, because then you you really tie up everything, haha, uh, between mm. this and rising and rising storm. So the fact that okay, where she like she's like the planet she's going to at the end of it is Valo, like yeah. that's that's the next job. 
Like that's not there's mm. no in between. Like Nishimi, this is why Buddy wasn't there because he got sent off or they missed each other on something because you know he caught something just a little too late. She wanted to speed up something and then the droids they're just like, ah oh, damn, well okay, you're not gonna meet this time, but I'll set up another thing yeah, for the yeah. future. Exactly. No, I think we really needed a, a comic issue like this, or the, the last four issues like this. It just gave us a little bit of breath of fresh air from all the main High Republic Jedi stuff that was happening. Because this is the first media that hasn't hurt me inside as I read it. Yeah, you're, you're like, <laughs> Honestly, okay, this makes though. sense. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. There's some Jedi Force stuff in here. We get to meet a new mystical beast because, you know, we in Rebels, we get a beast that's kind of similar in terms of, I like, can't... Force sensitivity. Like, no, we get um, the Bendu. <laughs> How dare you call the Bendu a beast? <laughs> I mean, it is. It is a Force beast. Like you're, He's not wrong. Being... You can't get mad at him for that. Yeah. <laughs> I, they're I, an entity there yeah, you go an entity. that's a better way to say I, it. yeah because i see bendu as like i see bendu as a beast in the same way the wills are a beast right sure sure no i, I just think it's like it's like a a physically bestial creature that has more force connection yeah because like the bendu yeah, lives between it, the force the light and the dark right in the force yeah because it can't die right right and it can change its form right as far yeah. as we know and so like that's kind of cool it's a little bit more force attuned than this creature is but this mm. creature can do a lot of things like healing and stuff like that which is kind of cool and see no where was i going with that oh yeah i can't believe that it took like a season one like episode three villain of the week kind of story to bring us back to hey yeah. we're <laughs> enjoying this again like, mm. After following, because after following such a story that just looks like it's been spiraling out of everybody's control, no matter what writer gets their hands on it, it's just like, <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Continue yeah, exactly. the nonsense is the only thing on the whiteboard. Okay. Yeah. It's very much I think the you're right random with that. bullshit go. I think it's because we're not in the main events of the High Republic and we're on a side story. It's like, it's like Solo in like the main series of Star Wars. Like we got through episodes seven, eight, and nine. And we had Solo in there too, right? And it's like, okay, this is something that like is a little fun movie to watch. Solo, Rogue One, like those those breath of fresh air. Let's give us something different. Just give us a good story. That's yeah. it. That's it. Please. Okay. Cool. I can I can psych myself up for the now. Nah, no. So I'm hoping that doesn't happen with Wave Two. Yeah. But there's interesting facts going on with that. I don't know if we'll put this in or not. But apparently, it's a prequel wave that's going to be 150 years before. The whole light of the Jedi stuff. <sighs> I, that's what I've heard. That's what I've read a couple of. Um, this is Wave Two, so that Wave Three is gonna be dealing with Martian and all the enemies and everything that we okay. know. Okay, interesting. It's what I've heard, and I've read it in a couple of places. So I don't yeah. know if it's like stone concrete fact or if it's just uh, I heard this from this guy who heard it from this guy. Yeah, it could be just like rumors around the around. rumor. Yeah. If 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 they did that for the beginning of the wave, like the first cup, like one or two books, mm -hmm. like first one or two comics, then sure, that's fine. But if you're gonna do the whole phase like that, I'm not, I'm not gonna remember anybody from phase one by the time we're done. Except yeah. for no, like, the only thing you remember is the anger, and you'll come back yeah. to phase three just being more. I was like, so you had all this foundation, you somehow yeah. lost it, and then you come back, and it's like you'll be mad so that's all i'm hoping for i don't want to go off on a huge thing about this yeah kind of thing um especially because we've hit that point where it's like okay we need to stop and do research and r d now so that yeah. we're, you know, here's while we're doing this have this is what it feels like so we'll yeah. see um but in that time i hope we do we do have more tyoric things in development i hope they do come home because we, the only thing we don't know from her is everything after we've seen with this wave. Like, what is she doing is in she, terms of what all she the doing? Fallen star stuff? Mm, and... Exactly. Like, where was she when Starlight Beacon fell? You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think we kind of touched over them really vaguely, but KLO three is a nice character. I don't remember them being in any of the other. I think no. I think KLO three was in the Rising Storm one as like in York's ear, a okay. little bit, but I think that was it. I mean, they did get a nickname at the end when she was oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I'm just going to call you this now, whatever. Yeah, Kalo, yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah, it was Kalo, I think. Yeah, yeah well, because uh, it mentions earlier, like, you know, it would be a lot easier if you just called me Kalo. Mm. And then we get the, the line from Ty, right? The I don't do nicknames. Yeah. Mm. But then the weird part is that because she tells her, her name is a nickname anyway. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, and she tells Elzar that, right? Like, I don't do nicknames. And then we see her giving a nickname to uh, KLO now. I can't wait for her to meet like, Vernestra and be like, hey, Vern. And she's like, I don't do nicknames. She's like, I don't do nicknames either. That'd be funny. But, like, interesting enough, I left the order when I was around your age and you're a knight. Yeah. Mm. Is it weird if I oh, ask age. for your advice? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Be interesting if she but, gets to interact with a lot of the Padawans, like even Bell Zedifar yeah. or mm. Reed Silas a little bit more, which would be fun. Because I, I think she has interacted with a f- yeah, just Ram, Ram Jamaram, and I think maybe yeah. one more. Whoever Vern? with Ram, I think it was Vern. Because it'd be really interesting to see like Padawan learner at school versus left school Padawan who's learned so much, and it's just like, mm. what's the difference here? Like, yeah, how, so, are you any closer to being a knight than this one, or is it? Are a, you a grade eight dropout or not? Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Well, you basically get that, like, it's a classic, like, street, far- the street smarts. Good job, street brain. Parts. Street smarts versus book smarts, right? Yeah. 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 Um, but, yeah, no, I, I just thought it was funny where uh, it also, sorry, there was another point where it was, like, it was interesting to see that it is, um, you know, it's just Ty's own emotions that are holding her back from doing certain things like that. Shutting like, herself names or Yeah, just connecting with people. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of funny to me because, you know, when we saw her in, in, in Race and Rising, it was like, oh, cool. It's this, like, gruff, like, hard knocks. You don't know what I've been through. Kind of, like, just rough but still has a heart of gold. Yeah. Uh, you know, ex-Jedi. And it's slowly turning into Sindure. Um, yeah, which is, bit. you know, I'm, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. It's just kind of funny where I was like, I was like, oh, okay, I got this perfect idea of what she's like in my, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it was actually the earliest Tyork we get to see. Yeah, yeah, but just like the nickname thing at the end, like it's yeah. that and then like the opening up to people. It's yeah. like that very much moving towards like, that. You, you have to break this barrier down, yeah. classic style. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I'm not going to lower this for anybody. I will lower yeah. it for anybody. It's, just try and keep yeah, exactly. It's it's the difference between like no, this is actually how I feel, and this is a barrier. Exactly. Because yeah. exactly. the this is a barrier is Sindure. This is actually how I feel is like the. Yeah. And I think she's been burned pretty hard with that Padawan friend of hers. That it's like she doesn't want to yeah, make those yeah. connections again because she doesn't want to feel those negative, like the the feeling of loss, right? In terms mm-hmm. of like a, a close friend or like a mentor or something like that. The leveler will turn her to the dark side and she'll become the acolyte. You know what? I, I hope. Did I hope. you know? Did you know that the Lothians also have a rare disease where, like, sometimes they'll just get more emotional and then start to go fucking crazy? <laughs> or did you know that sometimes the Lothians they have a disease that shuts them off from the force for like ten seconds and then yeah. she can kill it and then be or okay? Can get a hit in on yeah. just just long enough to get a hit in on the leveler. What I, other uh, convenient yeah. thing can I come up with? It's it's starting to turn into Shaman King, where it's just Yo. like, well, how can I die without actually? dying yeah i was listening to the theme song for that like two days ago. i was trying to show awesome. <laughs> that's the four kids one four kids yeah four yeah, kids, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah that's the only that's like the only good thing well all the theme songs there's a couple like, of good english yeah there's a couple that are okay but it's it's bar none that that was the best it's like the one piece rap man like that shit is so no, that was not on the list no yeah, it's, yeah. it's so <laughs> infamous it's good like that's how no. that's, yeah, that's yeah. how it is you know every fucking word to that song because it's an earworm i try not to that's the one thing that four kids that i brought on a tangent but that's yeah, the yeah. one thing four kids did good with the fucking theme songs except for dragon ball because literally all they say is dragon dragon ball. was that was that four kids though? i believe so I it might have been ocean dub but i think it was four kids i don't think they would have shown as many oh no it was it was ocean dub kids. sorry it was ocean dub okay but yeah like well, holy shit well, yeah. there was ocean yeah, and there was yeah. somebody else but i don't know who the other but yeah yeah, yeah. um anyway yeah I think, that, kids. I think that does it. I'm for... glad they're dead. I mean, what? <laughs> hmm? I think that does ah, it for the monster. <laughs> but uh, yeah, let's get into the uh, what was it? The rankings. Canon material rankings. Yes. All right. Let's start with uh, Edward. It's my shot. <laughs> I am the host today. <laughs> Anywho, so... <laughs> it's like, I'm just here. I'm just here to talk, man. I'm just here. It's all good. This one, I'm giving an 8. I honestly enjoyed it, and mm. I think it gets a higher score. Like, I was pretty neutral about the whole thing, but the fact that we've been punched and kicked and just ragged on by all the nonsense of the main series so far, mm. it gives it a bit of a bonus point because of just how it's like how refreshing it was like i 
looking back, I did enjoy reading this through all the things and the connections I was making with all of it. I really did enjoy it. And mm. I, I hope for more. Like Dan was saying, if we get an actual like small novella or a, a, a nice book for Ty York, just herself, that'd be really nice to see. It just makes you want to see more of the character where there's so many of these characters that we're so done with. Yeah. That it's just mm-hmm. like, you know, yes, this is one thing you guys have to keep pure. You have to keep good. This was a good idea. Keep going with it. Don't tarnish it. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely want to see more. Noma. Yeah, I, I agree with most things that Ed said. Uh, I'm giving it a 7.5. The only reason, I, honestly, I would have given it an 8. The only, I think, criticism that I have, and like I said, you know, because I mentioned it in the synopsis, it's not huge. It's not something that really bugs me. But there's a lot of cliche. This there's a lot of cliches in this uh, comic, and it's not just that there's a lot of cliches. They're all very obvious, right? Like they don't try to hide it at all. Because we've got you know like the young plucky kid who's out of his depth, and then we've got the mentor who doesn't want to take them on, and you know tries to ignore them and all that yeah. stuff. Then we've got the the girl who's like who actually knows what's going on is is it's because she's so in tune with nature. And then we've got the, the literal James Bond like death <laughs> trap machine thing. And then we've got the oh, always a big they just had that sitting around for yeah, no right? apparent reason. I think it's reason for that is because it is for those like 13, 14 year old kids. They probably sure, haven't seen sure. that a lot. And so like this might be their first foray into like tropes like that. But, but yeah, as an adult, you're just like, I've seen this like a thousand times. But I think that's also just, you know, it, it's, it's lazy to yeah. a certain extent. Yeah. There could have been a little bit more put in to kind of blend it in. But. Like I was saying, I'm still 7.5 because they are small, right? Like at the end of the day, it's still an enjoyable story that's entertaining and doesn't have me screaming at the top of my lungs. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, overall, would I read this again? Yeah, probably. Because it was nice to see Ty York and, and all, you know, going through all this action and learning more about, I mean, the backstory, right? Even just alone for that, it was really good. Yeah, there's some cool so, stuff in there. We got some, like, new force yeah. cults and stuff that were mentioned in it, which hasn't been done before for those specific yeah. cults. And and also, just like one last thing, and this is also what elevates it for me, it's nice to see a Jedi who was exiled as a Padawan. I'm not trying to dunk on Ahsoka here, but it's nice to see a, pa- a Jedi who left as a Padawan doesn't have a great Force connection because of it. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, you, like there is a penalty for it. Like, you are not mm-hmm. trained fully. You can only do so much. I think it's yeah. also due in part to her not trying to stay in tune with the Force too much. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's that's then, definitely a part of it, yeah. Yeah, and then I think the other big differentiator between uh, Tai and Ahsoka is that Ahsoka was actively using Force powers in life or death situations for, like, what, four years? Yeah. Yeah. More so, time versus just learning. Yeah, yeah of exactly. course. You're going to have to be a, a powerhouse with the Force to survive yeah. that long. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, 7.5. Nice. I actually have the same score as you, Noman, 7.5. Mm-hmm. I would say it's a good book to read if you want to get to know Tai York. It's her origin story, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the first comic she's in. Uh, really interesting character. Really different than a lot of the other Jedi that we see in the High Republic. Um, very unique. I did love. I don't know if you guys talked about this. I can't remember, but the uh, lightsaber going into the wall and like dragging down to like and stop see, herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, that's yeah. a practical yeah. thing that just needed to happen. I, I completely, for, but the, uh, I completely forgot to mention that. But you know what that reminded me of? Just because it was such an iconic moment in my childhood. Yeah. Mm. As soon as that happened, it just reminded me of when when Azula does that with her hairpin. Yes. Yeah. 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 And then Zuko's, oh, yeah, of course she survived. <laughs> just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like, be surprised yeah. if that was kind of pulled from that because I, I like Kevin mm. Scott has a lot of the same interests, like Sportor and things like that, and he's, okay. I would, I would imagine he's probably seen Avatar. I would, I yeah, would put money yeah. down on it. And if that's the case, that's awesome. But yeah, yeah it was just like, like it, it's, you know what? It's a good counterpoint to what we were saying. What what would you, why would you add spikes to a lightsaber? Hmm? There you go. There you go. And not just that, <laughs> but like, it's better than just doing like the lightsaber. Like, I remember I was rewatching a little bit of Clone Wars recently. And there's the part where um, Asajj Ventures is trying to escape something. And she basically uses both her lightsabers and like jumps down an elevator chute. And like mm. grabs both the lightsabers and goes down on the lightsabers and mm. like into the metal and it's like that's not gonna slow you down. It's gonna just sever through all of that. Like there's it zero was, friction it would there. Slow her down. No, it it's literally plasma somewhere. cutting through metal. 
Yes, well, and so think about when they're actually cutting through doors. Like, they're not yeah. just going, woo, woo, woo. It's that's just like, true. okay, that's there's true. resistance yeah. I feel to like it, yeah. we'll cut It's through. not as much as, like, a metal, like, so it's just a, yeah. That was just to slow her fall. This is actively trying that's to true. stop. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the question there becomes, have you lowered your speed under terminal velocity enough that it's now not lethal? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's fair. But yeah, I think that does it And for... that's where the force uses come in. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I exactly. buoyed myself up while slowing myself down. It's Bell's training all over again. Throw yourself off this cliff, Bell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Loden, I'll do that. <laughs> don't worry, you've got the long tail cat talisman. It totally works. Say, <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I'm Melbourne running now. It prevents yeah, that all thing does damage. not work no, at it all. doesn't. I was actually showing well, my cousin. They... I was I was like, yeah, like he's like, are you going to use like a soft cotton to fall down here in Elden Ring? I'm like, no, no, no. I'll just use this talisman. Watch. I'm like, I can see the bottom. I'm going to I'm gonna yeah. be fine. I do it. I immediately hit the bottom and just die. Like, yeah. motherfuckers who said, oh, throw throw one of those rainbow gem things down there. If it doesn't break, you're fine. Okay. Well, it not break. Why am I dead? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, like, I, was, I, oh. I was parroting that same advice, and then I died on a jump with it. And I was like, well, all right, it's garbage. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so... We're going to Elden Ring now, but how that how that talisman actually is supposed to work is if you would take damage from a fall, you don't. But that's not what the talisman yeah. says. <laughs> there's another one too because there's a great rune that says it, it that you get health back every time you attack an enemy. But then if you hit X for more information, it says that you get health back when you kill an enemy yeah. or defeat an enemy. So Wording. it's like why? Anyways, that's that's Terrible a completely different game. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But here's another tangent that I have because it's been bugging me for a long time because I mentioned it in this podcast. Were either of you annoyed when they changed Goku's backstory? So I've been hearing things in Super, Change, right? Yeah, Broly, because because Dragon Ball Broly oh, changed yes. Goku's backstory yes. from the original uh, one we were set up for. Yeah, yeah. And I actually oh, so liked his, his new what one? I heard is about Frieza. Mm. So are we talking about the same thing or is it com- completely changed with like Grandpa Gohan and stuff? Uh, so, so basically, um, my understanding of the original Goku story was that Goku was sent to Earth. Well, because it's what Raditz tells him, right? Yeah. yeah. You were sent to Earth to conquer this, to conquer it. But you bopped your head, and yeah, and then, found you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You fell on, you smashed your head on a rock, um, and then you forgot all of your training, and hence Dragon Ball starts. But then in Dragon Ball Broly, it's changed to uh, Bardock and Gine Super Nano. Right. Yeah, yeah, they send them away. Yeah. They, they literally Superman them. Uh, I'm probably which... either, honestly. I can I, see, I can yeah. see Raditz like not the understanding the reason for it, apart from trying to take the planet that, over. That's, that's the one thing, because Rad- yeah. Raditz mm-hmm. is like very much Sam mentality, and in, like all in it, right? Well, and in Broly, he, we see he's with Vegeta at that point, so his parents never told him what was up. Yeah, exactly. No. So I can see that being like a misunderstanding between them. So the retcon can happen, but either way, that's like fair. it's a good. I, I find it like both could be true, or both could be, you know. Mm. one or the other that's that's funny because like the whole gohan thing for me was just like all right you know you were supposed to do this thing you bop your head you're crying this guy finds you and your whole mentality changes because you look who you're trained by you Mm. you're the super strong kid anyway you still would have gone through all you want to do is fight but for good Mm. (laughs) anyway um what i heard was that frieza it's everybody's like oh hello the super saiyan oh no blow this place up so that doesn't happen Mm. But apparently, because Beerus and all this thing is a thing now, and he's known about Beerus and all that, mm-hmm. and then hearing about, he's heard tell about the Super Saiyan God, which is being like this close to a deity in Frieza thinks mm-hmm. he's a god. And he's like, oh, no, I can't have that. And if they hear whispers of that, then, oh, shit. Okay, convenient excuse to kill them anyway. Let's do oh, it. And then okay. doesn't tell Vegeta and all that. Oh, no, an yeah. asteroid. And that comes through. And so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that, I never thought about that, but that's that's an interesting one too. And it it's plausible enough, but they keep put it's, it's they're having the Rowling effect, where it's just like it's Toriyama, oh, but man. Did you actually know? Oh, no, storytelling yeah, is yeah, not sure. always the best. As as long well, as long as I don't get a tweet from Akira Toriyama saying that Saiyans before Saiyans invented toilets, they used to just yeah. shit where they stood and then instant transmission it away. I'm happy. Yeah, that's, that's fair. <laughs> Yo, J.K. Rowling. Gotta rise up. And with that said, but, let's get into the outro. My robes are soiled. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh.
welcome to the outro of the High Republic Adventures, the Monster of Temple Peak. Uh, yeah, Ed, you want to let the listeners know what the next episode is going to be about for Temple Archives? Absolutely. So the next, co- it will be a comic. We're following this trend because it makes us happy right now and we need that. Um, but it will be the High Republic Trail of Shadows. We are already getting into James Bond references now. Just you wait. Um, honestly, hoping it's fun. We need we need more happiness. We need more excitement. We need more positivity mm. from these from the Jedi of this era. So Trailer Shadows, we're looking at you. If you want to get in contact with us and find out anything more about the next episode or previous episodes, you can look at our website. It is voiceoftheforce.com. We've got tons of material on there. We've got a shop. There's lots of merchandise. Dan loves talking about it. We got shirts. We <laughs> Yo, gotta check it out. They're, they're nice quality too. Like I bought a few just to test the quality of them because we've had, you know, different you can get like the normal cotton or like soft cotton and stuff like that. That tri-blend soft cotton is actually super comfy. Just be lie. careful how you wash it. Yes, uh, make sure yeah. that you hang dry it. Don't put it in the, the dryer because it's gonna destroy it. You can get into contact us with us through email. Uh, we've got our email at voiceoftheforce at gmail.com. On social media, you, we've got Twitter. We've got Instagram. Those are the best two right now on see to have. We are at VoiceForcePod. Send us your funnies. Send us your comments. Send us your likes. Send us your tweets. Send us Let whatever you Elon like. Elon Musk know that we are supposed to be uh, available on Twitter and so that he doesn't cancel us and uh, makes us so we're not verified because we're not verified yet, but me? he wants to verify all humans, so... If he does listen, so on Twitter, please put a good word in for us. Listen, just make the inside of a Tesla look like a Millennium Falcon, and I don't care what you do. All <laughs> right? That's it. Uh, but seriously, though, anything that you do retweet or repost could be our new episode tweets. could be something that we found out that we were really interested in. We posted and we liked it. You share it with your friends. Anything that helps us grow with the listener base, we really do appreciate. So do. please do that. And you can listen, rate, review, and follow the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and all major podcast platforms, which you can also subscribe to. And if you do leave us a review with five stars and a comment, honestly, it does help with visibility and we'll love you even more. And if you do end up following or subscribing, which you can do for free, you will get the latest episode as soon as it releases. Thank you, Ed. And as always, remember, if you want to stop yourself from falling off a cliff, you can either try and use the Force and fall or you can have a lightsaber with spikes in it until you stop or just use why not just just shoot down the middle just get an inquisitor thing and turn into a helicopter or or, you know best of everything don't throw yourself off a cliff true also a good idea true true facts you should uh you know prevent that you should get some railings star wars just railings would help with proper handles and stuff like that so you know you got a handrail Whoever is safe, like if they don't have safety inspectors in Star Wars, they need them. They would make bank. They're like, hey, what? You ever get that like fan question? It's like, hey, what would you want to be in Star Wars? Like a Jedi, a smuggler, you know, like a cartel owner, whatever the hell it is. Like, no, I want to be a health and safety inspector, or at least the owner of the company who does it, because you're gonna make fucking tons of money because it's not a thing that happens right now. Because everyone's you know falling off a goddamn Dan's shit. shooting for the moon with his ambitions At ambition the same time, here. I can see why the Empire didn't have it. Because if you're an officer really pissed off, somebody's like, go check the Whee! go check the thing. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Somebody, somebody rock the ship a bit. Rock, yeah. Now, we've got them on cameras. Now, oh, there we go. It's okay, problem solved. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> tell me that hasn't happened. I dare you, Lucas. Tell me how you thought about it. You know you have. I'm not saying Disney. I'm saying Lucas, because you know what you did. <laughs>